What's up, people? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Giants Guys. It's that podcast you love to hate, and yes, um, I am here to host this wonderful show that you've been so kind to tune in. Um, I'm, of course, I can't do it alone, so I bring in a bunch of my my good friends. Uh, today, I've got the truth, and I got Chris in the background. Just want to start off the show uh, letting everybody know thank you for all of your prayers and very beautiful, nice words of support uh, for the Santucci Rush family. Um, it's been a trying week, so to, so to speak, and it has been a uh, learning day by day type of process. So really, uh, wanted to appreciate, you know, send my, my love and, uh, appreciation to all you folks, uh, for supporting the rush family. And of course the Santucci family. Um, so it's been a, uh, a learning process without a doubt. And, uh, my condolences go out to my prayers go out to the families that will be affected by that tragedy for the rest of their lives. Um, hopeful that no one ever has to go through, uh, that again. Um, so we hope we can do a better job with whether it's guns or mental health or whatever it is. Um, we hope that we can all bond together and somehow make the place, the world a better place. So with that said, we do want to talk some football. We want to have a little bit of fun. I could use a laugh. Okay. I could use a laugh. So I really could use a laugh. I hope you guys will, We'll say some obnoxiously crazy, ridiculous things in the chat, which will make me smile, and I can really use that too. It's been a really heavy week of heavy lifting over here. So let's bring in the guys. Let's bring in Truth, Michael. Hello, how are you, bud? What's up? I'm glad you were here. See your smiling face. <laughs> uh, let's bring in Nails because he's always in a good mood. If you ever need to be in a good mood, Chris is the guy to get you in a good mood because look. <laughs> See, he's always smiling. <laughs> you put me in a good mood, Craig. You and Truth and the whole crew. And, and, All right, well, followers. I hope so, because yeah, I, sure. I, I could use as many, I could use as many smiles and, and laughs today as possible, right? Yep. Um, let's okay. So I know you guys are kind of piling in the room now. I see, I see Col you got the I do have the Clark Kent kind of hair going on today. <laughs> I like I like uh, I yes. like Spartan. He called you Edward Edward Scissorhand. No, okay, <laughs> Edward Scissorhands is a little too far. All right, um, you know, but you know, but again, I I can't I can't help it. I, I you know, it's the hair is what the hair is. James, good to see you. Darius, great to see you. Jay, of course, Joe. Uh, you guys are like family. Danny's in the house. Hey, my um, buddy. You guys are great. L love you guys. Really do appreciate all the yep. support. Hope more guys are, are popping in. I see you guys come in. Hey, Allison. Hey, Harry. What's up? So we are going to talk some Giants football. I, again, I just hope you want to let you guys know thank you for everything uh, that you guys have been so amazingly supportive this week. And it has been something that I cannot explain because, uh, of course, you know, have never um, experienced anything like what we've gone through over the last week. So appreciate everything and all you Big Ten fans out there. Every one of your schools were just absolutely tremendous on the support they've showed Michigan State and their and their um, faculty, their students, their athletes, their parents. So kudos to everybody out there. Uh, let's talk some Giants football. You guys good with that? Oh, let's yeah. All right. Let's talk some Giants football. It's always better to have my – Wes is saying scissor hands too. Come on, Wes. <laughs> uh, I, I, I need you guys to support the King Rush, not make fun of the King Rush. <laughs> 
No, just kidding. Just kidding. All right. So let's let's talk about this, guys. It is a show. What I like to say, it's you know, it's basically Jones, Jones, and Jones, right? Right now, it is the topic. And regardless of how much we love to uh, avoid this topic, right? Because it's heavy and it's like, oh man, we're gonna pound this to death until he signs a piece of paper somewhere. Let's just start off with this, Chris. Um, you know, the first thing that jumps out at me is, um, you know, McKinney changes his agent. Jones changes his agent. I said it two weeks ago when McKinney did it. Change your agent, usually a sign of you want someone more um, acclimated, not only with your position, right, but has a history of getting you a good sum of money what's your thought on just just the agent change yeah. like do you think that that uh, caa couldn't get it done well the interesting part is caa is is with tom condon who who represented eli manning and you know the bond jones has with eli so that's the part that raises a little bit of a red flag him leaving tom condon and going with athletes first. Now, there's all rumors out there that maybe some of the people he worked with over at uh, CAA went to athletes first. Then there's the other question. Did the negotiations actually start? Because you've heard on NFL radio today by Pat Kerwin, I'll give him a plug, but he actually said, you know, if there's negotiations taking place already and then he were to leave and change to a different agent, that original agency would, would possibly be sued because they want partial commission on, on working with Jones in the, in the beginning stages. So I don't, I don't know what to believe has, do we, do we have definitive proof that actually negotiations have begun or is it a matter of Jones just saying, you know what, I want to get this deal done and you guys aren't really doing anything right now. We have to start moving on this. And did he switch because of that? So, you know, all these questions we have, so I'm not sure what to believe. Yeah, and what I do know is that there's that five-day grace period when you right. go from agent to agent, but I did hear later this afternoon that that was waived. Okay, okay so, cool. well, that's good. So, oh, I didn't as, know that. Yeah, so as of yesterday, you know, when we were talking, all, you know, the, the the handful of us were talking in the, in, the, in the rush chat. We have a rush chat, people, where we, you know, we talk our business, right? You know, what we're going to talk about during the week and stuff. Um, and we vent a lot in there, too. Um, <laughs> And I had mentioned that, yes, you know, by by right, by rule, regulation, whatever you want to call it, there's a five day grace period after changing agents for the next agent to be able to step in. And then this afternoon, again, you don't know what to believe, but I, I heard that that was waived. So um, now that wave could be because, like you said, maybe it was an agent that hopped over to athletes first or maybe CIA realized, you know what? We're not going to fight you on this. You know what I mean? And they, you know, they washed their hands. I don't know. And nobody knows realistically, except for right. Jones. Right. And, you know, and, and, and the giants. So uh, truth, what's your thought on, on him switching agencies? You think this is a good thing or a bad thing? I'm trying to be optimistic here. And when I first saw that and we were in our little chat, I kind of looked at it at what Chris just pointed out that maybe the uh, original agent was taking too long to get the ball rolling. He wanted to make a deal. So I'm thinking positive here. I think he's, I think he wants to accelerate this and I think he wants to get a, a deal done with the giants um, and, and move on. That's what I'm seeing. And that's what I'm hoping. 
And, and Craig, ironically, the tags start tomorrow, right? So tomorrow the tags run up until uh, March 7th. So it yeah, is ironic. It just happened yesterday. So right. I, I'm hoping Jones wants to get something done and let's get a move on it because I know he's probably being told by the, the Giants and between the agents that, you know, they'll put a tag on him. And that's so something a, he probably doesn't want. I'm getting a ton of stuff in the chat. I'll throw it up here. because I don't think the Giants want to do that either, I'll be honest with you. I would agree yeah. with that. Um, hey, Chris Peace. Hey, Darius. Um, I see you guys all rolling in. Uh, great to see you guys. Jay, ha Jay had a point here a second ago, which is probably right. Okay. You know, we're, you know, we're, uh, we're overthinking it probably. Yep. Right. That's but, but again, yep. and, and the only reason why I, I threw that up there was because we are being led to believe some of it by the media, some of it by, by our own. Hey, Mark, uh, you know, welcome in. Uh, some of our brains, you know, work a certain way, right? So not only are we led down this path, but we're led to believe that he's changing agencies because he wanted to go from 25 to 35 or 30 to 40. So whether that's done on purpose or not, Jay's point of overthinking is definitely accurate. We are definitely overthinking it without a doubt, right? Because that's what we do as fans. Mm -hmm. um, and then actually our own Spartan Mike's jumping in and saying, there could be, you know, that the agent was asking for too much commission, right? Like, I don't see the only reason why I say no to that is because, um, Mike, from what I understand is it's kind of like when guys get drafted, they're slotted, right? They're slotted into a certain br bracket. These guys have commission structures already set in place. Yeah. So, aha moments. So, like, like Jones, Jones any or any player for that matter knows what their agent gets. 10%, 12%, 15%, 18%, whatever it is, you don't go into it not knowing, you know, that your agent's going to ask for more money. So yeah, I think it's already set. Yep. Yeah. So I don't think that could happen, Mike. Again, I'm not in that world. I think we do have some connections to some agents. I said, I think Chris, you were working on some stuff. Yep. I was working on some stuff. Um, we got to get it. We got to get an agent in. We got to get an agent on the show. Maybe as soon as next week, if we can. Yeah, it's funny. The the uh, we talked about it. My my good friend Rob Rose. She represents Justin Tucker. Represented about five or six other Giants the past few years. A lot of kickers and and, and snappers. But um, he's leaving for the combine next week. So maybe we can we can get him on uh before before that, or if not, right yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, well, tell yeah, tell him we'd love to have him on because it is a conversation. Like Mike's point, it's interesting. I don't think it's possible that the agent was asking for more money because you know, ahead of time, you know, what, what the fee is, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's already pre-negotiated. Like when you sign a contract that, you know, like, Hey, I get you X and I get Y. Yeah. And I don't think, I don't really don't think Jones is going to want a hometown discount either. I don't see that either. So, you know, um, go ahead, Chris. No, I was going to ask you guys, everybody out there, would you give would you give two first round picks for for Daniel Jones? No, no, nobody would. All right, so there's something called the non exclusive uh, tag. So the non exclusive tag, Giants could put that on Jones. That allows him to freely negotiate him and his agent with any NFL team. They come back with the price. The Giants have a re right to match it and to sign him. And if another team were to sign him away, they would owe the Giants two first round picks. It is a risk. You have teams like Washington. You know, Snyder's still in charge. Is he somebody that would throw him $45 million. So you do take a risk. But the two advantages, if you do lose him, you get the two first-round picks, and it does allow him to set the the uh, the market 
for his value. So just something to think about. I'm not sure the Giants would do that, but that would be an interesting move, the non-exclusive tag. Well, yeah. you know, let me tell you something that I was thinking of as I was putting some notes together for today. Um, when the season started, guys, <laughs> we were all tossing around like what, what we wanted to see, what he'd have to prove, what would he have to do. And in the back of my head, I had a number of 19 million. OK, like I had a, that was like my my thought was if he has a good year, he gets 19 million. Yeah, you're close, right? Right. No. <laughs> then when the season like was pretty much over before the playoffs, I'm like, crap, he's going to get 25 million. Right. Now we're looking at 35, 40 with the rumors going around. So so let me ask you this. This, this is a two point question. So don't run too far with the question is this. So. And I actually, me and me and Spartan were talking about this today, gentlemen. Is if you, if Daniel Jones wants, let's say, forty million, let's just say that's the number, right? Anything is better than thirty-eight is better than forty. Thirty-five is better than forty. Thirty is better than forty, right? Anything below forty is better than what he wants. My question to you is: at that point. If you were almost willing to give him that money and then you walked, right? You had a walk number. Your walk number was, let's say, 35. You had you had 35. So my question to you, Chris, is do you, and I'll throw up the um the, the tag, you know, because you know, we're going, we're going through the um uh uh the process is this. Do you trade for a quarterback? <laughs> because the question is now. Well, I took him around thirty-five. <laughs> do I trade for X? And you know, at thirty, get a starting quarterback and save money. Do I trade for at twenty-five? So my question to you, Chris, is pure and simple. Anything under what Jones is asking, would you trade for a quarterback? And if you would, who would it be? Oh my goodness! Any, anything under what Jones is asking? So if, he, if Jones asks at, for 40, you could yeah. probably take 30 and go out and trade for a quarterback. I, I guess you'd – I mean, I don't know. There's so many teams looking. There's about seven or eight teams that need quarterbacks, so I don't know if that's that's a guarantee. I, I don't know if you could take that risk. That's I'm more my, interested. That's my yeah. question. Would yeah, you I don't put know. that on the table? And if you would trade for a quarterback, who would it be? I, I don't know. That's <laughs> all you got? For 30 million? Yeah. I mean, you're, 30, you're, you're limited right there. What's that? You're limited. You say 30 you're limited. Million. I mean, for 30 million, I don't know what you're looking at. What is you Garoppolo? You got Tannerville. He made 29. Yeah, that's what you're looking at. Is Garoppolo getting 30 million? Derek Carr is probably – because the franchise tag is 32 million. So you got to think anybody you're getting is going to be 32 or, or more. So I don't, right, I don't we'll, think we'll you're get, doing we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a second. My question is, would <laughs> you trade for a quarterback? If Jones walks, would you trade for a quarterback? If Jones walks, you wouldn't have – I would say, yeah, if Jones walk, you, you would have to. Okay, so so you're saying you would you would trade first before going like free agent quarterback. You would attempt to trade for a QB. There's nobody in free agency anyway. It doesn't matter, really. Yeah. If you if Jones walks, I would, I, I would look to – I mean – you have to get a yeah. I'll help I, I you, Chris. I'll help you. Yeah, Chris, you Chris is stuck. Chris is stuck. It's stuck because you don't know who you're working with. I mean, 
I'm First, gonna, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna get there in a second. Okay. Let me, okay. Let I'm me just trying to see if this. trading for a QB or starting a rookie quarterback is no. is what you'd rather do. I'd rather trade for one than start a rookie quarterback. All right. Truth. Are you trading for a quarterback? Well, if Jones walks, you have to, but it's not gonna be a thirty million dollar quarterback. They're gonna get a, they're gonna find a low end bridge quarterback, and then Joe Shane's is gonna be on a is gonna be on a hunt for a quarterback in the next draft or two. That's what's right. gonna happen. You know, you know, I, I actually mentioned this in Twitter that, you know, don't be surprised if Jones goes somewhere else. It could happen. It could happen. You know, it could happen. And it, I'm hoping it doesn't. I, I like the guy and a lot of people don't, but I think he's, I think we haven't seen the best of Daniel Jones yet. Uh, you know, with a better, with a better line, better, better talent around him. But if he, if he decides he wants to move on and let's not forget what he wants is not what he's going to get. You know, he's not going to get 40 man from anybody. There's no way. So, right, so, so let me, let me do two things for you, gentlemen, and everyone else out there in giant land. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to read to you um, the top paid quarterback. Actually, you know what? No, let's start here. <laughs> yes or no question. Truth. Do the New York Giants regret not giving him a fifth year option? Uh. Well, do they regret it? I don't think, I don't think Joe Shane sitting there regrets it. I don't believe so. You know, you make a decision, you stick by it. It's over. It's done. You know, Jones could have easily faltered and, and, and repeated his previous years. And, you know, let's say he fumbled 15 plus times and, and now you're stuck with, uh, I don't know what the 50 option would have been, how much money, if you know, I don't know how much I didn't look. But then, you know, then there's doubt. And he'd probably be looking to draft a quarterback now, too, in this draft to because of that. So I don't think so. I don't think they regret it. Chris, do they regret it? Not giving No, it not years? at all. How, how could – I mean, th this is a new regime that came in here with Joe Shane and, and Dable. They didn't – they weren't working with Jones before. They had to see what they were working with. That would have been a stupid move to put, to put a tag on them without even seeing them play. And he missed six games last year. And how right. put a tag on a guy with, with a everybody was saying he had surgery. Like they didn't even know the truth. Like, you know, they knew, right. but, yeah. but there were so many questions about him. It was he even going to play again. There was questions. No way. I think they made, they made the smart move. I, I agree with you because I said, uh, and actually that, that, that uh, shout out to, uh, to cold because he asked me this during the day. And I said, look, at this type of level, at this type of executive level, running a football team, they don't doubt any decisions they make for one two like think about you get a new job you're not going to you're not going to go give a guy a bunch of money you've never seen his you know him play his work ethic what he brings to the table like so i don't think they there's no there's no opportunity for them to doubt that because why would i give a guy all this money my first move in the office is to give a guy that I don't know can stay healthy. I don't know if he could play. I give him an extra year. So uh, agreed. I, I am on the same page with, with both of you that they don't, not only do they not regret it, that they were never going to give him that option, you know, because again, the, uh, the track record, the, the body of work, right. And two new guys in a, in a new position, aren't just going to write blank checks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Let's let's move that to this because this hey, is Craig, by the way, I changed my mind. I would not trade. I just you know what that would be stupid, in my opinion. And there let me you can't trade because yeah, you know you're, gonna, yeah, but you're, you're gonna need you're gonna need depth. I mean, we can yeah. just cut Who else we, can we, we need 
the Giants need the assets. There's going to be seven other teams they're looking to trade to for possibly for quarterbacks. You're just gonna you'd have to roll with Tyrod Taylor for one year and then draft somebody if you like them in a later round. Yeah, still so, quarterback. so then it comes into the play, then comes into play is do you really want to win or not? Because I mean, like you know, there are quarterbacks probably available. Tyrod came in one play this year, got knocked unconscious. He is not the guy. Like he's, he's not even a bridge quarterback. Here. No offense to Tyrod. He's had a really nice career. He's just not a bridge quarterback. He's a guy that's going to win you three games. Like, mm-hmm. do we really want to go from, from, from wild card winner to, to the bottom of the barrel again, the doormat of the NF, the NFC, like not just the NFC East, we go right back. We go right back to, to stage one, you know, right. with, with, with Tyrod. And I know maybe a lot of people be like, Tyrod, dude, the guy came in and got knocked out his first play in the game. Like, yeah, he's not the answer. The game is past Tyrod, but he's too small. Right. The game's too fast. So let me read you this. This is why I asked you about the trading possibilities. All right. I'm going to throw this up there so everybody knows what I'm talking about. Here are the top paid QBs and their averages of what they make per year. Are you ready? Yeah. Rodgers, 50. Wilson, 49. Murray, 46, Watson, 46, Mahomes, 45, Allen, 43, Stafford, 40, Prescott, 40, Cousins, 35, Goff, 33.5, Wentz, 32, Ryan, 30, Tannehill, 29.5. That are the, those are the top paid quarterbacks. Let me see how many I just read you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That's the top 13 paid quarterbacks in the NFL, all making $29 million a year or more. Why I read you that list, the interesting part of it is, is that I can, I, in my opinion, is that, that seven of those QBs are utterly and completely not worth the money they're getting paid and will not ever win a Super Bowl. And that's, that's right now, Wilson's not going to win a Super Bowl anymore. I, no. I don't think he has it in him, right? I don't think Murray's winning you a Super Bowl, and he's way overpaid. I have no idea what to think of Watson. I mean, like overpaid, overpaid. Yeah, overpaid. Prescott. I mean, I don't know if he he could win a Super Bowl, but I don't think I don't see him doing it in Dallas. No. Okay? Um, and then and by course, the way, Prescott is represented by Athletes First. Yeah, so is Rogers. And so is Watson. And Watson. Yep. Wentz, we already know Wentz, Wentz has got injury issues and Wentz ain't be able to get it done. Uh, listen, Ryan's had a great career. You know what I mean? So um, he, you know, he probably, he's definitely not worth 30 million anymore. And Tannehill, like I'm okay with Tannehill, but he, he's, he's vastly overpaid, but he did, he's done a nice job leaving Miami and breathing life into Tennessee, you know, as, as he got there. Right. I mean, I know he's definitely, you know, uh, um, uh, a nice player. You know, he's not a great player, but those guys are all getting paid 29 and above. Do we think that Jones is better than any any players on this list? Yes, I do. I think Jones falls right between Cousins and Goff. That's his area right there, that 33 to 35. That eight would be nine, eight or nine spot. Is that right, Craig? Eight or nine spot? Is that what that is? Uh, so that would be, if you want to put him between Cousins and Goff, that would be, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Cousins is nine, Goff is ten. That would make him the eighth highest paid quarterback. But he's he's right in that area, that thirty-five million. That's kind of what we all thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
And can I just say something real quick? I think, and this is just my opinion, if, 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 you're, if you're playing the GM here, I think the Giants want to get a deal done with Jones. If it's within their, you know, their, their, their numbers, they don't want to tag him because that means you're going to have to sign Barkley. And, that's, and I think if you do that, that's going to be a war, worse with Barkley. Um, I don't see it happening. I think there's going to be – I think, I think they want to tag Barkley. For a lot less, ten million dollars. You know, he's yeah. Listen, uh, Barkley's not paying. Barkley's not playing for twelve. He already said it. Right. So there's going to be an issue there. I think they'd rather tag Barkley and get a deal done with Jones. I, that's yeah. what I think. Yeah, you're saying yeah. If they tag, if you tag Jones, then you, you're you're pretty much saying goodbye to Barkley. That's, that's yeah. You can't problem. exactly. You can't take two. You only one yeah. tag per year. You can't. Yeah. And, and we have to remember, yeah, and we have to remember with the franchise tag, it doesn't mean it's it stays in place. That franchise tag is a placeholder. That allows the Giants to still negotiate past that March 7th deadline. Right. So just because they franchise them doesn't mean a deal can't get done. It's just going to give the Giants a little more time to get something done. So it's not the end if they do tag them. Hopefully they could still work something out. Uh, okay. Question. Okay. Uh, truth. Jimmy G, yes or no? So this is on the. This is uh, it, so he's uh, he's still in the contract, right? I'm assuming. Yep. Um, you know, because he's a guy that I, I I could see, you know, getting getting less than the rest of these guys because he hasn't he hasn't done anything. I, I tell you right now, I'm, I'm if I was a GM, I'd be very stingy with my picks, and to get a Jimmy G, I don't know what he's making. Um, Assume he's making less than thirty million. Is that what we're thinking? Yeah. Well, we know he's making less than thirty million. That's he's right, not on his right. list. Um, I would not give. I would not give the 49ers Maybe the best I give them would be that compensation pick, third round, and, a, and another and another day three pick for him. I would never go more than that. So, if they say yes, I would do that. I would do that. All right. You need a quarterback. You can't go with Taylor. You can't Somebody go with in the Taylor. chat. Look up how much money Jimmy G's making. Chris, um, yeah. I know this gentleman's going to cost some some cake, um, but it's it'll be his last contract. But he he could be worth it. Chris, what do you think about Carr? I like Carr better than Garoppolo. At least you know Carr's going to play in more games. I, I would be if you lose Jones. I, I I would definitely if he's still available. I would definitely I go right to Carr right away. How much that going to cost you? You think? Well, you know it's not going to cost you thirty million because he's not on his list. Maybe maybe makes forty million dollars. I thought. I, listen, what I read you was the average of what they make per year. Okay. So Carr Carr, Carr may make forty million this year, but his average in his contract okay. is, is not is not thirty million. All right. Someone can look that up and let us know. Yep. Yeah. I just read you what the average is right now on those players. Darius says Jimmy's G's worse than Jones. We understand. We're not trying to say he's better. Right. You know, we're saying if Jones leaves, what alternative? Jimmy G's better than than Tyron Taylor. Yeah. What, what, yeah. what we're trying to do is we're trying to yeah. find we're trying to find a quarterback for the next two years. Okay, that's what you're well, trying to do. Let me ask you a question. What about what about a player like Henneke, guy in that kind of realm for just two years? Now, don't jump ahead, Truth. Don't oh, jump okay. ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a Chris, aren't I? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to behave tonight. I know. Truth, bad, bad boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, Jay, we know Jimmy G's not that good. 
all we're trying to do is find someone that doesn't make this team a two or three win team. And Jimmy's Jimmy hat. Listen, he may get hurt all the time, but he went, he does win when he plays, you know, yeah, he's better than Taylor. So this is yes, he's better than Taylor. All right. Next guy would be his, um, is cousins. Now cousins makes 35, but I don't think he's the future in Minnesota. So would, would cousins be something true that you wanted? No, I don't want him. All right. I don't want him. Um, Chris, this one could be super interesting because I love, I I'm, I'm so interested to see what happens, uh, in his, his early career here is Purdy. So he's coming off the surgery. I would say, no, you don't even know how, how effective he'd be. But he'd be dirt cheap. He would be, but why wouldn't he, why would they get rid of him if he's dirt cheap? Because they, because they know right now they're one one team away from the Super Bowl. They're well, I would think go they, a, they're yeah. going to go out and get a quarterback. Yeah, well, that's why I guess Garoppolo is going to be out of there. So, listen, 49ers go against Jones, they win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my my question is is like you know, Kelly says Purdy isn't going anywhere, but he's coming off surgery. He's coming off surgery. I don't know if they need him. Like, why would I wait for Purdy to come back healthy when I can go get a Super Bowl winning quarterback? Well, so What's going on with Lance? What's his status and, and his yeah, same recovery? Thing. Well, I don't know. Lance seems to be forgotten. Okay. Wow. I, I think they're going to fight it out in training camp. That was the that was the what I heard. Yeah, no doubt, Jay. I'm with you. Uh, all right, all right. So I'm going to throw some wild cards at you here because um, I don't remember if these guys got one year deals or two year deals. So I got two names for you, and don't freak out. Terrible uh, Trey Lance is terrible. Zero bull. Yeah, Jay's one hundred percent. Jay, Jay, chill, <laughs> chill out. Yeah, you know, like, Trey Lance is not. Trey Lance is Trey Lance is not very good. He's he's right. <laughs> um, all right. Two names for you. Don't all freak out. Just asking for names. Just throwing names out here, Chris. Um, I'm assuming this guy would be available, but and I know everyone's gonna cringe when I say it, but Baker. Mm-hmm. Do you want Baker? It's intriguing. Over Tyrod Taylor, probably. Whatever's left, I mean, <laughs> you know, he's out there. He'll he'll he's he's out. He'll be he's out there. So he will come cheap. He will come cheap. Yeah. Over Ty. If it came down to you know him, if it came down to Garoppolo and him and Tyrod Taylor, I, I would I would probably roll with Baker. Two year deal. Yeah, I would too because I would yeah. be cheaper and you're just looking for a bridge and for until you find your new new franchise. I'm putting Kelly's comment up here because it was the first thing I thought of too. Is that yeah. Baker would Baker would implode? Good, you know, great point. Those, Absolutely, he might. But all he those might. people like all over Kelly. It's a great point. I I, said, I don't really have a problem with Baker. Like the way he plays the game. I I've been calling him Baker Beer Pong for five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, oh my goodness, would he crumble? Yeah, it would right. be. Rough. Um. Darius says Baker may feel absolutely. Can I just say something? You know, I love I love our I love our viewers, but these are just options if we need. Not that right. These are desperate moves. These are desperate moves. These are desperate moves. Yeah, folks, all I'm looking for is all I'm looking for is that if Jones wants 40 and we don't pay it, you know, um, you know, we're just looking at we're just looking at players that are out there that could be a bridge yeah. to drafting somebody. Right. This is like there's a game on Sunday and we need a quarterback. Who who can who can we get? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, last guy. Last guy. And I can't remember if he, if he got a one year or two year deal was uh, Andy Dalton. Yes. 
I would. All right. You, Chris, you want to eat? Yeah, I can tell Chris Wood. I can tell Chris. Yeah, I mean, if they, listen, if there's nothing out there, I, I, yeah, I guess I. Yeah, yeah nothing out there, of course. I mean, there's nothing is, out there. Coach is not a bad veteran. You know, he's yeah. a team player, and he will yeah. cost you a lot. Right. I, you know what? If you're desperate, he's better you're than Taylor. Taylor. He's better than. Here you Taylor. go. Yep. All right. Yep. Listen, we don't know what the real truth is. Whether Jones moved on from CAA because they were dragging their feet or not. We no. don't know if he was like going to get him a 30 and he wanted a 40, you know? Um, again, Jay, remember we're, we're not in love <laughs> with, we're not, we're not in love with Jimmy. We're not in love with, with Dalton or Baker or any of these guys. I'm only making a point um, is um, Darnold. Yeah. Like I, I'm all we're trying to think is who's going to quarterback the New York giants. If Jones walks, and that we don't have to suck completely because yeah. the difference yep. between me and, and a lot of you folks is somehow you're okay with sucking, right? Like, Craig, Craig, XJ, XJ, if, if he would take Ty, uh, Tyron Baker over those three guys. Jay, would you take Tyrod and Baker <laughs> over, over, over Dalton? Just respond. Jay, would you take Baker over Tyrod? Look, I'm doing a one-on-one thing here. <laughs> um, so, my, or, or Darnold, by the way. So my yeah. question is, guys, and I and I, re, I I say this a lot to you guys, is Tyrod can't last a game. Can't do it. He got knocked out the first play he came in. Some or fans love Ty- Taylor. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. He said, no way. All right. So listen, this is, so all I'm trying to figure out is who, who quarterbacks for the New York Giants next year? Because you're not drafting a quarterback with the 25th pick. Okay. Um, so you're, you're reaching into the second, you're reaching into the third for a guy, right? Um, Tyrod's not the guy. My point is this, the, the coaches now, they had expectations, right? It was a four win team. The expectations were there to get to six wins. Okay. They won 10 games. They went to the playoffs. The expectations are higher. They listen, this isn't like a, 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 a you know, a, um, here's the, here's the keys and run with it. Everyone has, you know, expectations on what they're required to do year to year. That doesn't exclude GM Joe or Dable. So they're going to be expected to have a competitive football team. There will be no excuses, right, for a bad football team. So if Jones walks, which I'm sure Mara will lose his mind, okay, like like, like that meme when you chair, it's one of my favorites. Um, but. They're going to have to have a backup plan, a succession plan, and Tyron ain't it. So, like, I don't know where they're getting a QB from. I'm just throwing out, like, I, I read you off the top 13 paid guys. Cars, you know, again, average. Car, car can, you know, car can do it, right? Garoppolo can win games, but he's never healthy. Baker's a head case, but he 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 shows a lot of moxie, could be a good bridge, right? Uh, like, as Truth said... Dalton just doesn't get it, gets it done. Um, We're not getting Richardson in a draft, first of all. Someone said Richardson. He ain't lasting until 25. Yeah, listen. And, listen, and he's a project I, anyway. I, I, will, I will go on, on record saying this, as I do every single year. A quarterback, you do not want a quarterback, quarterback in your team, that the last experience he had was his senior year in high school. Right. Okay. One year, one year wonder. These guys need maturity. They need experience. They need leadership. They need to overcome obje- obstacles. Sitting on the sideline in the NFL with a clipboard does not make them any better 
and, and ready to play. They need the experience, the leadership qualities. They need to be a leader of men. They need to know how to train their bodies, what to eat, how to sleep, when to party, when not. You know, they need to know all those things, and you don't get them at the NFL level. They're expecting you to be a pro because they just paid you a ton of money. And you can't have a guy who starts one year as, as your franchise QB. Um, yeah. it's, history proves out these guys don't make it. Can I uh, say something? Sure. Uh, knowing, knowing Joe Shane, the way we've seen him operate, if that happens and Jones leaves, he's going to look for somebody in the lower mid tier kind of quarterback he could find. Maybe he might go through a practice squad. You know, he's very resourceful. He's not going to go in for a high-end guy like Jimmy G. You know, he's going to look for somebody for a bridge and look for that quarterback for the future through the draft. That's how he operates. You know, he's a – I'll give you a name. Jacoby Percent. That could be a – I know. You saw that. You saw okay. that. And that's a good one. That's that's the same long lines as, as a low end. Yeah, the bridge. And he, it, yeah. Yeah, he's be- and he's better than Taylor. He is better than yeah. Taylor. Tommy G's name. in the house. What's up, Tommy? Um, Tommy. Yeah, so, like, yeah, Tommy you're right. G. You know, look, there there are 11 picks in the draft, right? 11 picks. We're not giving away – we're not giving away those picks. They're not signing – with the 25th pick, they're, they're not drafting a quarterback. They're not putting – they're not putting a quarterback on the bench to learn behind Tyrod. Like, again, the expectations are high. They just won a lot of games. They're not going back. And you can look at, you know, they took a small step back from a nine-win team to a six-win team when they when they signed Josh Allen. They're not afraid to do it. That's the only thing people need to remember, that they went from a wild-card team uh, at nine wins, I think it was, to a six-win team when they drafted Josh Allen, okay? They're not afraid to do it, but they really better like that QB. Right. Um, Let me ask you a question, Craig, because I don't know this. I want to make sure. And I know this has happened in the past. When a player gets tagged and he does not, he could sit out if he wants to, can he? Yep. And yep. he can he can force a trade, can he not? If he really wants to and you want to. They own, they own his rights. So you you're, 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 you're kind of forcing it. Well, like, does the team want to just put you on the bench and give you umgots or do they want to move you to get something for you? Right. So, you know, the fact that we could tag Jones doesn't mean he's going to stay. I know, I know Zane, uh, belt guy on there, he made that comment. You know, he, he could force the Giants to, to just, you know, let's just part ways now because he ain't going to play now this year because he doesn't want to, doesn't want to accept the, the tag. Yeah, but Jones doesn't it have actually happen with Josh Norman. Yeah, but you can't compare the cornerback to the quarterback. No, I know. I'm just saying they put the tag on him and then they traded him. That's yeah. all. Like it does happen. It's happened, but I, I, yeah. I, I think they're going to keep him. I think they're going to tag him. Worst case. Right. And again, I don't think this is going to, I think, I think, I think they're going to find a way to get it yeah. done and make a deal uh, yep. with Jones. Yeah. So, let's, and let's, guys, let's, we're not talking about the structure, right? How the length of the contract? I mean, the first two, three years. So, I mean, I'm sure that's a big part of it too. We're looking at just that one number, but the way it's actually going to be structured is probably uh, just, you know, obviously as important as what that, you know, know yearly you amount know, would I'm, be. I'm looking at the rideouts. Dan is saying Jones cannot hold out. What makes Jones different than the other guys who've held out? I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. Quarterback, quarterbacks don't. 
normally hold out because like I said, they, you know, somebody wants them. So they're normally, if they're not going to sign the, the tag, you know, it's usually going to be a trade because someone else really wants them that bad. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what he's saying that he can't hold out. Meaning I think he, he no choice. I think he's basically saying he can't hold out. Like he, he can, but it won't happen. All right. I hope that's what Listen, he's saying. The Giants would be stupid probably just to let him hit free agency. Because you I, might as well put the saying. that's why I think a deal is going to get done. Right, because you might as well put the non-exclusive tag on him. Because if anybody signs him, they owe you two first-round picks. Right. Right. So you, now let's let's go the other route here. We're we're we've gone down. The media has kind of like fired us up to the point where we are believing that Jones is being is basically robbing and pillaging towns for this 40 million. We don't know if that's why right. he switched agents. Right. It could be that CAA, like for instance, I've said this before, there isn't an agent on the planet that's going to endorse a two year out. It's not happening. They're no. all about security of their players. There is, and then you guys have been pounding down on this two year out thing, not happening. Not happening. Quarterbacks are not taking a two year out three year with an option. Sure. Not a two-year out. Maybe CAA couldn't get a three-year done. Right. Maybe he couldn't get a five-year done. So we don't know why that he got rid of CAA. You thought normally that would happen, right? It could be that he wants all the money possible, but it could be as easy as that CAA wasn't getting it done fast enough or you know they, they, were, they were jamming down a deal down his throat he didn't like. So we don't, we don't know we're not going to know. I'm just making the point that, you know, there is a walk number and let, let him get whatever he wants, but paying him 40 is, is not, is not in the cars. Yeah. Right. I agree. And, and once again, we had the whole season. I know the agents talk behind the scenes, but it's ironic. It's two days before the tags can happen and this has happened and they waived the five day, you know, uh, grace period. So yep. that tells you, right. I mean, if you just connect the dots a little bit, it seems like you would hope that a deal want, they want to get a deal done. Because he knows the tag's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, like you said, the body of work isn't there. He wants to play. <clears throat> you know, yeah. and I don't think, and I think he wants to be here. I do too. You know, but, but again, um, realistically, it should be 30 and done and let's move on. I just, I just asking for, if it is asking 40, you know, it's, I just don't think that's happening, you know? No, no. Again, he can ask for what he wants, but it's, it's different than what he's going to get. Yeah. So let me let me free, let me let me um let me kind of uh, segue to this next section here that I I I put on here, guys, and I called it um uh, phasing fans out. Um, you know, when you start talking about a hundred million dollars a year for a quarterback to recoup that kind of money, it comes right from the fans. The millionaire, the billionaire owners don't care, right? If they're paying these guys because the ticket prices go up higher. Like, do you guys see this happen? Like, you know, like uh, either a a cap for quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I even said to Spartan, like, you know what I would do? I'd be the first college quarterback that ran the wildcat, and I would teach my and I would have a a wide receiver or a running back that could play quarterback. And you know, and you're the first guy that can play two positions. And when I went to the NFL, I'd get paid ten million dollars to play QB. I'd get ten million dollars to play wide receiver. And as, as far-fetched as that sounds, like, is that the way we're going? If you're paying $100 million for a guy to play 16 games, max 20, are we, at, are we off our rocker? Is the NFL going to the point 
where they're going to phase fans out because they won't be able to afford games. Chris. I don't think so because the most of the, I mean, listen, we're talking about fans that go to the game, season ticket holders, but yeah, maybe they won't pack the stadiums and sell it every game, but the game on TV is one of the best to watch, right? So they're not going to fit. Yeah. Not lose fans watching, but I'm talking about going to the games. Yeah, maybe. I mean, ticket prices are expensive. They're not cheap. But well, right you know, now, with can the M- you imagine if your if your PSL doubled or if your trigger yeah. your season tickets quadrupled, you pay for each seat's 180 bucks, 200 bucks. Imagine you had it. to pay 500 to, to 700 dollars a seat. Yeah. You you could do it, and it's all corporate, right? I mean, the mezzanine and those clubs, it's all corporate now anyway. It's like we, you know, that's what they want. They want those clubs. They want the corporate, you know, money. They want more boxes. Um, and you know what? With the Amazon deal, the U, the Direct TV deal, I guess with YouTube, I mean, this salary cap keeps going up. I guess in a way, it's a it's relative because the cap just keeps going through mm-hmm. the roof. I mean, the NFL is you know, they're they're they're, they're all they do is make money. They print it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they don't lose any money. So it I mean, comes somewhere. They, going, they, it. Truth, it, truth is there it. a point? It, truth is there a point where you know that the you know the owners want want more money. Right, because they're paying a hundred million dollars for 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 a quarterback. Is there a point where the fans just stop going to the games and it's only corporate people? Gee, I don't know about that, but you know there there will be some fans who will not probably renew there. But from what I gather, and you guys are ticket holders, there's probably a hundred of you guys waiting to get tickets right behind you if you leave. Right. Well, they used to in the old stadium there was a 22, yeah. 23 year, year waiting list. Oh and, my god. Yeah. And once the new stadium came in and they made the PSLs, now there's tickets available because nobody wants to pay 10, 20 grand for the right to sit in the seat. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. And people that can't afford the tickets anymore don't want to pay. They're losing money on the PSLs. They're selling for half of what they even bought them for because yeah. they just the want to dump them. The PSL was a ripoff and they're not worth crap. Yep. Right? Absolutely. I just wonder if they get to a point where if you're paying a quarterback $100 million, do you do you just take it out on the fans and the prices just keep going up for the beer, the hot dogs, the nachos, you know, you know what's, eats. You know, come out of you know what's funny? Like, uh, Craig, uh, Craig, you've been a ticket holder. How long your family? They've been in my family since 1967. Oh, my gosh. So you think about, let's just say 1980s, you know, and if, if someone told you back then the tickets, what they are now, are you still going to have season tickets? You say, no, no way. But here you are. You have them. So they find a way. I don't know how it happens, how it's worked out, but these fans find a way to, to pay. They find a way. Well, so, the, the seat license is what made it palatable for the for the Maris and the Tishes because everyone paid $1,000 to sit upstairs, $5,000 to sit in the end zone, $10,000 to sit between the 20 and the 40, and twenty thousand dollars between the sit between the forty and the fifty. So oh boy, wow! You know, so they got their money, and now that seat license that I own is literally not worth scratch. Yeah, and, and think about it, guys. The old Giant Stadium didn't have the club suites, and then you remember those two tall towers they built, which turned into club suites, and that wasn't good enough. And when they built MetLife, then they obviously made two huge clubs, and then the coaches' club downstairs. So it's gotten more and more and more corporate since that's since the original stadium. Yeah, I just worry, you know, that if you're paying, if you don't cap quarterbacks at some kind of money, that you know the only people that lose at the end of the day are the fans because it, there's no way yep. you pay quarterbacks a hundred million dollars a year. People no. hear that number and they don't realize you're talking about per year. 
per year, right? That, that, that that's got to come out of the fan, kind of the fans. There's always pocket. there's always a slowdown in any any kind of business. There's always something that things slow down and things go grow. Things slow down. It has to. It has to. Yeah. I, I, don't, think, I don't think we'll be alive. I don't think any of us will be alive to see a hundred million dollar quarterback. I don't. I don't see uh, it. Uh, uh, truth. We're talking about Rodgers. Is that fifty now? All right, he's fifty, and the NFL started in nineteen twenty-five. Yeah, but look at the jump, though. Daniel Jones was making five five million this year. Now he's going to make forty. Well, that's, you know what the, that's, how the that's how it is with the contracts. Listen, I, I mean, I mean, Jones Jones has to get minimum what the at least what the franchise tag is per year minimum, right? Thirty two is it? Right, yep, he has to get that minimum, but he'll probably want a little more. I think Craig nailed it. I think thirty five is the magic number. Yeah, and just think about this guy. Yeah, and just think about this guys. Let's say just for just for the hell of it, Jones gets on the open market, and Washington or some team throws forty-two million at him. Just think what that sets to the quarterback bar. How Jones is viewed within the whole league and the fans. He's now set the bar. Daniel Jones at forty-two million, and then you have a guy like Jalen Hurts who's going to be looking for a new contract. Oh, he's he's in the excess of fifty. Yeah, yeah, easily. To be the highest paid quarterback. Jalen, I can't throw a hail Mary. Hurts is gonna is literally gonna get sixty five million. You know, you know what's funny that 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 you know he he threw a fifty one yard pass. That was fifty one yards. It wasn't twenty, but it did look bad because he started it from his own thirty, so it looked pretty bad. But it did go fifty one yards. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm sixty three. I can still throw a football for fifty. And, and Craig, there was a stat today. Eight years ago, the average quarterback salary was twenty two million. How Eight long years. ago? Eight years ago. All right, but before that, what was it? Eight years before that, what was it? I, mean, I don't things, know. Things like that. The market changes so rapidly. Then it goes slow and stays yeah. level. Then it booms and it well, crashes a little bit. So let me let me let me let me run this by and then we'll skip subjects. We'll keep going. So. Uh, let's take a concert. I don't know. It doesn't really matter what kind of music you like. You can like country music and go see Luke Holmes. You can like rock and want to go see Pearl Jam or the Stones. You know, you can want to see, you know, hip hop. Maybe you want to go see uh, Jay-Z. It doesn't matter what you listen to, right? But with music so accessible, right, mm-hmm. online, right, between streaming services and your iTunes and, yeah. and, ripping, and ripping stuff, right? The artists can't make money anymore, right? Yeah, they got concerts. Their music, so they get it from their concerts. Mm-hmm. So the ticket that used to cost you a hundred dollars now costs five. That right. five hundred dollar ticket is now twenty five hundred, right? Yeah. So you know, you want to sit like, hey, I sat up front to see Jay Z in Lincoln Park. Well, that two hundred dollar ticket now is now a thousand. So it's the same thing if you take it over to football. Football so easy to watch at home. I get a $10 subscription on Amazon and I can watch, you know, every game anywhere I want. They're going to, the money has to come from somewhere. Right. So they're going to get you at, they're going to get you at the, at the stadium, at the arena, at the concert or at the game. That's just what's happening. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, This is one that I wanted to have a little bit of fun with because it was eye opening. And if you haven't seen it, I recommend that you do. Um, guys, let's uh, let me uh, I pop my little banner up here so you guys know what I'm talking about. It's the XFL updates. So hmm. just yesterday, I literally watched the the replay from the XFL, and oh my goodness, 
It was revolutionary. <laughs> and, and you say to yourself, how could the NFL not get this right? They literally had the guy in the booth. I wrote it down here. He had 14 different frames and he would drag a frame over into the thing, watch it, drag another one over, watch it, and literally tell the ref in his ear, hey, I see both feet down. That's a catch. Um, let me get you a new marking and a time period. Like, like no, no, no reps in a, with, the, with the booth over top looking at all these views. They send it right upstairs. So do yourself a favor. Go to Twitter, type in XFL replay, and hit search. And they'll literally show you Dean Blandino in the booth, literally talking right down to the ref on the field. The ref is saying, Dean, I can't hear you. I got some static. He's like, I got left foot down. I got right foot down inbounds. That's a catch. You know, um, uh, let me get you a new spot and a time. Revolutionary. And I'm sitting there like, how does the NFL not know this? And, and Dwayne Johnson's pickup league knows how to do it. <laughs> you, you know why they know? You know why? Commercial I'll timeout? Tell you why. No, because the NFL doesn't want transparency. Everything's a secret. They don't tell us. They don't want you to know anything. God forbid you went behind a curtain. They don't want yeah. that. We have to all be in the dark. That's the way they like it. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is that. It did either one? Did either one of you see it? I, I did. I thought it was awesome. I wouldn't watch the whole game or a couple of them. I saw bits and pieces. I love the kickoff. I didn't see the kickoff. What, what was so good about the kickoff? Well, the kickoff. They put the both kickoffs. The uh, the kickoff team and the receiving team, like on the uh, like on the thirty yard line of the receiving team's uh, end. And um, they have the kicker kick down, I guess, at the 40-yard line or the 35. So the reason is, so these guys aren't going 100 miles an hour down the field for concussions. It's set up where they're five yards apart, and they don't have that head of steam to hit the, the return. Right, right. Oh, okay, so that's, love that's it. a great idea. Love it. Check it out, well, YouTube. Again, it. And if you haven't seen it, just you know, hit it on Twitter. Yeah, it's cool. XFL replay. And I'm just watching him literally has a, a main screen, touch screen. He's got 14 frames that are that around the um, – around the, uh, you know, the perimeter of the screen, and he's dragging in the view that he wants, I was like this. Awesome. awesome. How do we not have this on Sunday? Yeah. Right? You're, you're right. You got four or five guys under the hood trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's unbelievable. Um, okay. Keep it moving. Just so we have, we get some housekeeping in. Um we are the Giants, guys. We need you to hit the subscribe button. You don't know what the subscribe button means. All <laughs> it is is it's an it's like a bell. It lets you know every time we drop some content. It just says, bing, the Giants guys have dropped some content. We're not charging you. There's, there's nothing to it, but it helps us out. If you support us, which you guys have been great at, uh, we can monetize the site with commercials, and it helps us bring you those great interviews that you like. What did we just interviews? Hey, I'm new to the Giants guys. What do you mean interviews? Oh, glad you asked. Well, we interview usually a Giants player once a month. We this this year has been great. We have done Daniel Bellinger, uh, Tynes, uh, Kiwanuka, Dan Belton, uh, Chase Blackburn. We've done a bunch of really cool interviews this year. Um, uh, Brandon Tierney from the Fan. So they're all on the YouTube channel. So if you hit subscribe, which helps us out, you'll know when we drop new content. Website, nygiantsrush.com. Basically, it houses all our, our stuff. The truth, he, he bangs out like two or three articles a week. He's great with that. Wednesday is our is our other show. Monday night, the Giants guys. Wednesday, Rush Hour, hosted by Nikki Six. And, and then what we call, basically, it's like Robin Hood. What, what's that term? Uh, 
a, a merriment group of you know people that <laughs> show up. Like she's always got someone cool on betting people. She's got you know uh, fantasy people on there. She's going to talk March Madness. She's going to do pod, you know, rush a uh, rush uh, March Madness poll a uh, pool. So get involved with the Wednesday show, Thursday show. Well, that's the truth. Truth and Spartan are crushing the draft. Yes. They've already got two weeks in. They're talking about the draft. So if you're a real junkie for offense alignment, linebackers and cornerbacks, these guys know about it. Tune in, just check it out. And then you're saying, but look, I can't watch YouTube all the time. That's another great point. You can <laughs> listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on Amazon Music. You can listen on Google Play. You can listen on Stitcher for you Android folks. Okay, Apple Pods, wherever you go. Walking the dog, going to the gym, on the treadmill. You know, whatever you're doing, just pop it in, listen to it, subscribe. We love you folks. You're great. Uh, Chris, last thing to wrap, put a bow on this sucker is 14 players got signed uh, this past week. Um, guys all basically getting future contracts. Of course, one stands out above them all. That would be Isaiah Hodkins. Um, what's your take on, uh, you know, bringing him back? And, you know, does that change the bar on who they draft? or go after in free agency? I think it's awesome. An exclusive rights free agent under three years experience, the most you can sign him for is 870000 and that's what they did. Awesome deal. One-year deal. No, it doesn't change anything. I mean, listen, he's he could possibly be a two, definitely a three, but it does not change the fact we need a number one uh, receiver on the outside. True. I love Your it. thoughts about bringing Hodkins back? I mean, he looked great this year for playing, I don't know, what do you play, eight games? Yeah, something yeah. like that. He was he was he was fantastic, and he looked like he looked like he was with Daniel Jones from the beginning of training camp. Um, like Chris, I loved it, and I expected it because he was an ERFA uh, agent. So, but next year we're gonna have to pay him. But that's that we not to worry about that. But I agree with Chris. I think he's a definitely a three, and they got to bring a number one in. Yeah, no doubt. I can't see anything changing that, you know, you're looking at a wide receiver and a cornerback in, in round one. Um, the, the word out there, you know, a lot of the, you know, so-called experts are saying about, hey, let's draft another 160-pound wide receiver with Zay Flowers. The dude <laughs> is great, but I don't know about you guys, but how many small receivers do we have room for on injured reserve? Like, it literally is like the 155. The 150-pound guy sits here. The 160-pound guy sits here. The 170-pound guy sits there. Come on, bring me in. Bring me in these guys like Metcalf and these guys like that, like Jefferson. Bring me in these big, tall studs. Why do I have to settle for all these little mighty mouse guys? Um, Chris, am I crazy that we need a bigger yeah, guy? But I, I just want to remind you, Wandell is like 182, so he's not 160. So Richie James is gone. They're not resigning him. He's all right. Listen, give him a shot. He showed he showed some some flashes. He'll be all right. How many times did he get hurt this year? Wait a minute. How many times what did he get hurt? How many times? Yeah. How many how many games did he play this year? What did he play? Five? (laughs) All right. Chris, Chris, you didn't have me on the turf because he was going out of bounds. It was the damn turf. Right. Hold on, Chris. (laughs) You were with us on draft night last year when Craig came on. Oh, and the pick was announced. He was like losing it. You know? Hey, Craig, I give you credit. I think last year you said he was 140. At least we got him up a little bit now. You're, you're at least putting some weight on him. 
Okay. You know what else? I did not. I did not say it was 140 pounds. But I, I know. I'm joking. Truth, truth, know. truth knows. I don't believe in small receivers. Every time you get one, Shepard, Tony, uh, Wandell Robinson, they don't make it in the big boy league. But well, he's a Wait a minute. There's another name I've seen. A guy, Nathaniel Dell. Uh, he's been shown get, going to the Giants. Some maybe in in, in round one. I don't know what's his name. Which mock draft, but five seven one. Yeah, he's even smaller than Dave Flowers. flowers? He's smaller than Flowers. <laughs> it also. Remember uh, Janelle Jernigan? That was another guy we loved drafting back Janelle in the day. Jernigan. Oh, my God. Janelle Jernigan. There's only one big receiver projected to go in round one, and he won't be there when we get there. Um, and that's like Johnson. But uh, I agree with Craig. You know, we need to get some size. I agree. You know, no, I agree. I'm not saying, I'm not, I, I, think, I think we're going to see at least I – think, I think they're going to draft two wide receivers. And one of them has to be – yeah, at least two – and I, they got to be both over six feet, you know. They, they I really think, and they got to have a little bit of, a little I mean, bit of muscle on them. A five eleven guy, but he's got to be one hundred and ninety right. pounds. Yeah, these guys can't take a beating. No, you're right. On the outside, we need that big, that big target. And hey, maybe free agency. We don't know. Maybe Shane pulls off a trade. Well, a, tr a wide receiver and a quarterback trade? That would be insane. Yeah, I, ain't gonna, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think yeah. a quarterback trade. I yeah. think the receiver trade is more likely. Why you got to bust my bubble like that? I was feeling really <laughs> good about that. All right. Thank you. you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in another episode of the Giants, guys. We we covered a whole ton of stuff. Um, and, um, you know, hey, look, uh, Jones, uh, we've all come to the conclusion, except for you haters, we know who you are, you know who you are, is that Jones, you know, fits here, will do well, will ball out with a receiver, will ball out with a little better of a line. Um, but there is a walking point. We all are on the same page with the walking point. You just got to come to the conclusion that it ain't Tyrod. Can you live with Baker? Can you live with Heineke or Purdy or, or Dalton or whoever it is? Carr, it could be make our all dreams come true, right? You're not going to have the same type of scrambler. But we all know that, like, you know, the guy threw for 5,000 yards just two years ago. So, yeah. um, and you know, for whatever, whatever his hookups were that it didn't work with McDaniels, I mean – Listen, McDaniels drafted Tebow. That should tell you enough. That's right. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Giants, guys. That's Chris. That's Nails. That's the truth. You know me. I'm King Rush. Check out the new the new uh, uh, logos in the store. Uh, it's open. I got five new logos for you folks. Cold likes to tell me I'm always picking his pocket, which is really funny. Um, I just try to make sure you guys got good stuff to wear. That's all. So do yourself a favor. Buy your husband or your girlfriend or your wife or your brother, your uncle, your son, buy him some, some gear, hoodies, I don't care, mugs, whatever you want. They're all in there. Five new logos. Check them out. Boom. We will see you guys next week. Love you. Peace. Adios. Heart, heart. <laughs>